Well, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, well, it's not a very sunny. It's, it's overcast now. It was sunny earlier. Uh, starting to get a little bit muggy, but no, well, it is uh, August now. I don't know where June and July went, but it, it went somewhere, not here. <laughs> Apparently, I lived through it because now I'm into August. So anyway, so hopefully your week is going good. Mine was a bit busy. I don't know what week isn't, but anyway, but we had a lot of fun. And uh, so hopefully you're going to tune in. Today, we're going to have a special guest. I don't know if oh, you've got hockey players out there. We're going to have David Bacchus. Uh, to, uh, that he's got a, an organization that's called Athletes for Animals, and he's got an upcoming event. So he wants to say hey and introduce us. Uh, what, what is athletesforanimals.org? Uh, and so that's David Bacchus. If I, say, I hope I'm saying his last name right. He's a hockey player. I think he plays for Massachusetts. I'm not sure. I know he lives in Boston. But anyway, so he's going to be calling in to see if he has a Boston accent. But anyway, and so today, hopefully, you'll be getting uh, the big uh, thing uh, this week that came out was the FDA made a statement about grain-free foods possibly causing cardiomyopathy in dogs. So I'm just going to kind of give you a quick splurge about this and places to go read because the biggest thing what you got to do is that, folks, this is don't hit the panic button and quit feeding your dog grain free. OK, don't hit the panic button. So we're going to talk about that. And then there's uh, you can go to my uh, Facebook, KDK9 Facebook page, go to my talk 1071.com, go to KDK9 and then scroll down and click on my Facebook page. I posted three articles that you need to well, two articles to read and then one to watch, which is from uh, Dr. Karen Becker. So you need to watch. Watch that one. It's a long one. I think it's about 20 minutes or whatever, but it will explain a lot because what you got to do is you got to understand and not hit the panic button if you're feeding grain free. So we're going to address that a little bit later too. So how are you, how are you this week there, Miss? I'm Hardy? doing well. Okay. I just had a kind of an interesting morning, but oh, no. yeah. Why? What happened? Um, yeah. So we... My mom and I had to go help um, one of the University of Minnesota football players um, with his car that got towed last night. Uh oh! And his parents, um, I think, I believe they're from Kentucky or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was huh. interesting. And then he proceeded to. Well, I guess my mom actually offered up her garage. Okay. But like the kid, she asked him like. So when do you plan on getting your car? And he goes, well, before the first game. What? The first game is the end of this month. Really? So like, basically, he's like, well, I want my car to sit in your driveway for free. Really? For a full month. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, yeah, that's what I thought, too. And I, I was like, it needs to be hmm. told again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it needs to be told again. Well, and I told her, I was like, like, I know she's she's such a nice person. Oh, yeah. Yep. But I was like, good thing, but he needs to learn. Don't that, take advantage. Yeah, exactly. We helped you out once. Now it's going to get, he's going to get bit in the butt. Oh, so. okay. Or someplace else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, that's yeah. a heck of a, so that's a lot of rigmarole, that's, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, but it was, it's here. You know, I'm button. here. It's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. We're all good. Like, like right you said before, we're on the right side of the fence. Yeah, so. we're on the right side of the daisies. We're yep. picking them, not pushing them. And now uh, exactly. I want to say happy birthday to my girl girlfriend, Barb Carpenter. Uh, happy birthday to you. Her birthday today. So she's one of these people that are on the fence as far as, uh, should I be excited that I made it another year? You know, should I acknowledge birthday? Come on, people, acknowledge every birthday. You realize how many people that can't make, will not make the 
their birthday to celebrate. So, okay. And then I want to say thanks. To, I was yesterday, I was up at Spike's uh, Feed in Elk River. And we had, I was there from 11 to 2. And I want to thank everybody that stopped in and said, hey. And then I got to talk to you about what to feed their pets and such like that. So that was really good. So Spike's a uh, beautiful store. You guys have got to go to that store. It is just, it's like a walk back in time. It's really nice. And of course, they carry all the great Nutrisource products. And so, and then plus they got horse feed, chicken feed. I got some organic chicken feed from them, from my girls. And so there's, uh, they got organic, a lot of organic horse feed and, and chicken feed and such like that. So check out Spike's Feed. Uh, up in uh, Elk River, and you can just drive right up. They load you, and you drive right out. So it's really kind of nice. Uh, but anyway, then uh, so thanks to Spike and uh, Spikes, and then Amber, who's a great gal up there. Up, so t- say Amber, if you guys go in this, ask for Amber and say, "Hey, Katie Canine likes you a lot because you're really knowledgeable." But anyway, and then Sunday, Saturday, uh, my uh, two sisters, Gloria and Lori, we usually go on a sisters, you know, day, and we were. Went to Duluth, and uh, we tried to go garage sailing. Last year, we went down to Pe- We either go to Pepin or Duluth, okay? Because my grandpa had a place down Pepin, so we always go down there and reminisce. And my dad was born and lived up in Duluth, and I've always loved Duluth anyway. But anyway, so we go- so it was a sister day, and so we- there was lots of garage sales. So we stopped at quite a few. We didn't get to Duluth until 2.30. Then we ate at Grandma's, a uh, very good dinner. Uh, but anyway, you know what the, my big find was? with one. The, the garage sales we stopped at was, were, were kind of small. You know, it was nothing, you know, to write home about. But anyway, so I walk up, and here's this free box, and there's a boom box in there. And then there is a really beautiful wooden chessboard. And they said, I said, why is this in the free? She said, well, the corner's coming apart. It's like, really? Just a little bit of glue and no problem. So got the boom box, got the chessboard, uh, beautiful wooden, you know, oh God, it's just gorgeous. But anyway, so then he went to another garage sale. Here's another boom box. And for $5, I need to replace my boom box in the barn because the volume doesn't work hardly at all anymore. Only one speaker works and it's really hard to pull in the channels. It's only been 30 years old. So anyway, and the boom boxes they have nowadays are junk, just junk. And I had ordered one and I was so disappointed with it. But anyway, so uh, last night I said, okay, I'm going to see why treasures. So I took the speaker wires apart from the one that I got free because one speaker didn't work. Dinged around with them, put them back in. Guess what? Both speakers work and it plays beautiful. So that one's in the barn. Well, then the other one. It's got a CD player and a, a radio and a cassette. So I opened up the cassette and there's, here's a back to the 50s tape in there. So I pushed it back in, played it. Oh, plays beautiful. Then I went and got a CD and I put in the CD thing. Oh, play, sounds nice. It's not tinny. It's just great. So now I have a new boom box for the house that I can play my CDs on. So I was a $5 investment and I got three things. Isn't that cool? And I'm just so peachy. The biggest thing is in the barn because I love to listen to the music, you know, and the uh, 107 when I'm down, you know, in the in the barn. So now I can actually hear it instead of going, what, huh? But anyway, so, th- so that was my find. So we had some fun at the garage sales. Some of the garage sales, though, I'm sorry. It is very strange. <laughs> what one is one man's junk, one garage sale, everything was 50 cents. Everything. I mean, and they had some really nice stuff there, but everything was 50 cents. That's a bargain. Oh, no kidding. And so my sisters found a couple cute things. And then, um, but then you go to another garage sale and they're outrageously priced. And I really have a hard time. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a dicker. It's like, you know, if you really got to have five bucks for this. And the reason why I paid the five bucks anyway, that garage sale was good. All the proceeds were going to Alzheimer's. Oh, well, that's nice. So I wasn't dickering them guys. If any, but if anything, you know what I did is I, I said, keep the change. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to make sure. But anyway, so yeah, so it was, it was fun. And then this week is going to be nuts. And, uh. 
But we'll make it through. And then my avalanche is going into, uh, I think it's Smith's or Schultz's body shop up in Chisago. They're going to take off the rust and put on some new things. And so she'll be all pretty. And so now I'll have a pretty, and hopefully she'll keep running really nice for me. <laughs> That's all I can pray. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes. So go to my website uh, or go to my uh, show page on mytalk1071.com. And then uh, go click on my Facebook and go to my Facebook page, KDK9 Facebook page, if you're not a member or if you're not a fan of it already. And then read the articles that I have about the FDA says that grain-free possibly, the word here is possibly might call, cause cardiomyopathy in dogs, okay? You have to empower yourself. But first I want you to read and listen and such like that. Re- listen to the Dr. Becker as a cardiologist. And then it also affects humans too is the, the big thing as far as uh, the way how are we digest the, the looms um, and how, you know, just the, the great, the chickpeas, you know, just stuff that we can, it can cardio, that can also cause cardiomyopathy in, in humans. So it's really, a, a, and it's like the Dr. Becker one, Karen Becker is about 20 minutes long. It's watch and not a read. And then the other two articles, one's by whole dog journal and the other one's by home pet. And so, uh, so take a look at that. All right. All right. And so if you got any questions, give me a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. And then we're going to, when we come back, we're going to talk to David Bacchus about athletes for animals. And then what we're going to do, let's see what trivia should we do. Why can't bats walk? Why can't bats walk? We'll be back. Hey, hey, thank you for tuning in to the Katie K9 Show. I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. Been here for 15 years uh, and having a good time. Best two hours of my week, every week. So, okay, why can't bats walk? Do you have any idea? Because they fly. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Same with loons, but I guess that's very true. Isn't that right? Yeah, loons can't walk because their feet are so far to the back. They, They can't, they don't have the balance. But the reason why is because the leg bones of a bat are so thin, they cannot walk on their legs. Interesting. So they can hang from them, but they can't walk on them. Okay. They can't bear the, their weight, isn't it? They don't, no, That's, don't weight that much. I, yeah. Isn't that interesting? Huh. And okay. The, you just heard the commercial, too, you know, for uh, Stamp Out Suicide. I'm going to be up at Stamp Out Suicide for August 18th also, along with Kat. Uh, I'm going to be having the, the water truck for dogs. <laughs> you know what a nut I am about dogs not drinking and out of the like a massive watering station uh, because if one dog's sick all the dogs are going to get sick and what i just don't get is people like if i'm drinking a bottle of water i w- and i go over and offer it to carly you know carly's gonna look at me like uh yeah i'm not drinking out of your bottle and so i don't get why people let dogs drink out of a common water trough because like at my dog at my school you have to bring your own bowl i've got the water but you got to bring your own bowl and no sharing bowls and so what i'm gonna be doing for step out suicide is i'm gonna be having five gallon jugs and then having paper bowls Bowls, uh, and then so then that each dog gets his own individual bowl so that they're not sharing a germ. So if one dog's sick, that they're all sick. So hopefully you can make it to come on up to see Stop Out, Stop Out Suicide. And then don't forget about next Wednesday, the Cat Video Festo at CHS P- Field. So get your tickets. There's there's always room to watch cats and silly cats, that is. So anyway, so 888 next Wednesday, or this Wednesday, what am I saying? This Wednesday is a cat video festival at CHS Field. Go to mytalk1071.com for more information and uh, to get your tickets. And then mark down August 18th, stop out suicide. All right. Are you all set there, Carly? 
Yeah, we are. Yeah, people, we got people, people, yes, calls, we do. calls. That's yes. all good. Okay, so is David with us? David is with us. All right, let's put on David Bacchus. Hi, hey. David. How are you doing today? Oh, good. How about yourself, David? Fantastic. My wife Kelly's here as well. Oh, hey Kelly, how you doing? You got the two kids and the two dogs and the two cats and all the twosies there. <laughs> that's, that's right. We are here. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, I um I just found out about your athletes for animals and I was re- really intrigued about it because you're going to be doing a doings here, but we'll get to that in a minute. So why don't you uh, let my listeners know about athletes for animals? Uh, at athletes for animals, we we network with fellow professional athletes to lend their voices to animal welfare initiatives and then we try to raise funds as well to uh, distribute in the form of grants to all those organizations as well so that uh, we can further the work that they're doing. Yeah, when we when we started, uh, I think both of us have always had a passion for animals, but we really saw the great work that all these organizations were doing in communities across the nation and we thought instead of establishing another animal shelter, another brick and mortar, let's do something where we can use these athletes' public platforms and project a louder voice and um, really focus on education and awareness and how we could help, like David said, with spay neuter or grant funding and um, some other initiatives, retention, keeping pets with their families. That is an awesome idea. That really is. And especially when you have a celebrity, you know, a, a sports figure, whatever, that people follow and such, they will, you know, they're always open to their causes. And so instead of just having Joe Blow off the street saying, oh, I support this rescue, you know, it gives a bigger voice to it and more recognition. And so the, you have, you get, there's so much more to gain. That is really an awesome, awesome idea. Yeah, thank you. And, and I think, you know, moving forward, a lot of younger kids, the next generation looks up to athletes and yes. if we can influence them young to be compassionate and to treat, you know, other animals and things that are maybe um, less able to defend themselves, maybe they're kinder beings and kinder to each other and the whole world's a little bit Oh kinder. yeah, definitely. Now there's a program that it's not relatively new, but it's new coming into the the forefront is where uh, kids, uh, like a classroom of kids goes to an animal shelter and reads to the dogs. Okay, now they're entering the shelters, they're seeing what that side is like. And there again, what you hit earlier is to get the kids to grow up to be compassionate. And so that that's an awesome, you know, awesome way to do is that, that, you know, you start down there and you bring them up instead of all of a sudden here. And I know you guys were started, I was watching on your website, uh, you know, where you guys started out that you guys what started in kindergarten, didn't you? (laughs) We we met each other in kindergarten, yeah. We started volunteering at uh, animal shelters right out of high school when we were uh, in college together and obtaining an animal was probably not the smartest thing to do. So we deferred to kind of renting them up from the local shelter and, and giving them some socialization as you spoke of before. Yeah, and that- volunteering too, I think is so important. Oh, definitely. Kids and college students, if they're looking for something to do on the weekends and if they're missing their pet at home, um, it's an easy thing to go and, and sign up and take a quick volunteer course at some of their local organizations and just volunteer their time and hang out with some adoptable animals. Now, people can donate to Athletes for Animals, correct? By going to athletes anim- athletesforanimals.org, correctly? Correct? Correct, yes. Okay. If uh, they visit our website, athletesforanimals.org, um, they can support our mission there. And we also have a big upcoming uh, wine tasting event that we're pretty excited about that we have a very limited number of tickets left for. Okay, and that's it, it happened in Brooklyn Park? Is that correct? correct. Okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah. so let's yeah, tell us all about that. 
So we're, we're holding an event, our first ever Minnesota event called Minnesota Meritage. It's a wine tasting event that benefits athletes for animals. It's at Leopold's Mississippi Gardens in Brooklyn Park. Tickets are $100. We're going to have very nice wines, heavy hors d'oeuvres. Uh, a bunch of my brethren at the uh, NHL are going to be there, including local uh, Minnesota Wild players, Zach Parisi, Nate Prosser, Jason Zucker. Uh, I'll obviously be there. T.J. Oshie won the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah. Drew Stafford, Chris Porter, uh, Ryan McDonough. So we've got a great selection of, of guys that are, are going to lend their time to this cause. We're going to have adoptable animals there. And it's just a great mix of uh, athletes, wine, uh, food, and adoptable animals. And we raised some money for a great cause. And what's the date of this? The date is Thursday, August 23rd. It's from 6 to 8, so you still get your Minnesota weekend. Um, <laughs> getting, we, we know those are very You're so characters. thoughtful. Well, you, you, know how, you know how rare they are. And, yes, um, they are. You want to head up north, so we kind of planned it around that. So it's Thursday, August 23rd. Okay, and it's $100 a ticket. And then how can they go about purchasing these tickets? They can visit our website on our main page on our Twitter feed. Um, there's some links there. Or they could just go to eventsbrite.com and search athletes for animals. Events, say that again, events? Eventbrite.com and search athletes for animals. Okay. Well, that sounds cool. And then now you could be doing more, um, like with these wine tastings and such. You said this is the first one here? Yeah, it's our first one here. We. We generally have done events in the cities where David's playing, but we thought, you know what, we're both from Minnesota. We've got a lot of Minnesota native NHLers that spend their summers here, and we thought, well, we kind of can tie in um, that professional athlete platform and getting these guys here to help further our cause. And I think Minnesota being the state of of hockey and um, with all the great animal organizations in the area, several of which we have supported with grant funding, we kind of felt, you know what, This this is a good time. Let's do it this summer. Let's kick it off and... With it being at Jordan and Jamie Leopold's Mississippi Gardens, he's also one of David's former teammates oh, and nice. a former NHLer. So that ties in, too. Oh, well, that is awesome. Now, um, now, you say, now, okay, let's say I'm a rescue organization and I'm listening to you guys talk. How can I apply for some fundings or for some help or just find out what you have to offer, you know, my rescue group or whatever? How do you go about yeah. that? Absolutely. So if they would visit our website, which you had mentioned earlier, it's athletesforanimals.org. And on that website, there's going to be the menu. And on the menu, um, there's a link that just talks about where you can fill out a grant application and um, learn about our reach and other organizations that we have supported and kind of the breakdown of our grant funding and what we do fund, which is say neuter initiatives, TNR programs, vaccinations, education outreach, retention, so on and so forth. Um, but all the way at the bottom, there's a very easy link to click on uh, to apply for a grant, and they would just simply click apply and then fill out the necessary paperwork. All right. That is, and uh, that's fantastic. I mean, like I said, I had not heard of Athletes for Animals, so I was intrigued. And so that's why I was, I was happy that you guys could come on the show to promote uh, <clears throat> the wine tasting and then uh, learn more about your organization. Because you hit it on the head, though. You can help do, instead of having a brick and mortar, you can help so many. Because so many, there's so many rescues out there that do not have the, the manpower or anything to, you know, do fundraisers and such like that. But yet they do such good work, but very limited. And so if they have a, a a possibility of help you guys can help them that is is phenomenal it really is it goes absolutely and we really see there's there's power in numbers when people work together and collaborate or partner together um you just overall accomplish a, a 
you know, more working together. Yes. So that's what we're all about. That is excellent. Okay, once again, promote your, say it again, where is the wine and how can they get a hold of it? Uh, it's called Minnesota Meritage. It's uh, Thursday, August 23rd from 6 to 8 p.m. at Leopold's Mississippi Gardens in Brooklyn Park. $100 a ticket and uh, go to eventbrite.com and search Athletes for Animals or Minnesota Meritage and you will see the event and we'd love to have you out for a great night of wine, hors d'oeuvres, athlete mingling, adoptable animals. We're going to have some special musical guests and uh, a little bit of magic going on as well. Well, that's fantastic. So I gotta, you know, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite jokes I'm going to leave you with Okay, that okay. you can spread. You ready for this? Do you know what? Ready. One, you, you know what one flea said to the other flea? What? <laughs> Shall we walk or should we take the dog? <laughs> Pass that one along. Well, it was great yeah, talking like to that. both. <laughs> we were great talking to both of you, and I wish you luck on your. And if you have any other upcoming events here, you know, in Minnesota, you know, I'm more than happy. Just give me a heads up, and I'll happy uh, happy to have you on the show or um, and spread the word. You know, so that's fantastic. I I'm really I, I tip my hat to you guys. You're coming up with such a great great organization. Okay. Thank you very much, Katie. You bet. You guys take care, and we'll talk to you soon. And good luck. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you so much. Enjoy your evening. Well, thank you. Remember, are you going to walk or take the dog? We'll talk to you. Um, I don't know about that. I I would say walk because I don't want any fleas on my dog, but using the dog seems like the easier route. There you go. Say, what what kind of dogs do you have now? Because I saw Uh, you had a Rottweiler. Go ahead. Yep, we do. We have um, Maverick. He's a rescued Roddy out of St. Louis, the rescue of St. Louis. Um, okay. He was found roaming at large. And then Rosie, she's um, a 70, 80-pound pit bull, boxer, a Sharpe mix of okay. some sort. We're not really sure. Yeah. And then you got two cats, right? We do. Yep, Sonny and Polly. And they were both adopted from local organizations here in Minnesota several, oh. several years ago. They've been with us for over a decade now. Oh, that's good. Now, did you said you grew up here in Minnesota? We did. Okay, so then now, would you, are you living in a Boston, or you have a home here in Minnesota, or what's up with that? Yeah, so we actually summer here in Minnesota. Um, we're both from Blaine, but we summer in North Oak, so oh, we're right okay. off of 35E. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're up in my country, God's country. I live in Hugo, <laughs> oh, we're, you which know, is... Then we're neighbors. Yep, yes. we're just, I'm just directly east of you. <laughs> yeah, we, but we love I, the area. There's a little bit more space and lots of trees. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, my husband works in North Oaks. He's worked there for oh, 40... Wonderful. He works there for 45 years. He's the one that plows the snow or fix the road. So anyway, so I'm sure you probably have seen him out on the road, you always has a red shirt on <laughs> so anyway well you guys have a great weekend and thank you for all you do take care thank you again okay bye-bye all right, that was David Bacchus and his wife, Kelly. So I want to thank them so much. And Athletes for Animals, their wine, uh, and, and hobnobbing with the, the hockey players. So that's, that's quite the event. So $100 uh, a ticket, and you can go to eventsbright.com and then find Athletes for Animals, and you can buy your tickets through there. So uh, so that is great. You know, if I knew any of the hockey players, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be all there, but I don't know anything about the hockey players. I'm not a... I knew a lot I of them names. that he was... Per- yeah. 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 Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. I knew a lot that he was talking about. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll show up. There you go. Why not? A hundred bucks. That's bumpkins. I'm single and ready to mingle. There there you (laughs) go. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, that's very, for a hundred dollars, I think that's very reasonable. Yeah. For d'oeuvres and then to meet. And wine. Yes. And then to meet all the, you know, the neat players and stuff like that. I think that's Well, and then you have cute little animals running around. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess probably not running around, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And then any rescue organization that's out there that's uh, listening, you know, go to their website, you know, athletesforanimals.org and then uh, sign up or, or not sign up, but you know, go to their grant program 
and see if you can get some funding to help your, your rescue group. So that would be fantastic. But anyway, so hopefully they'll remember that, you know, the joke. I had, I tried to, I wanted that, my favorite joke. It's the only one I can remember. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, we're going to come back. Don't touch the dial. That would be me, Katie K9. Thanks for tuning in and sharing your Saturday, Saturday, Sunday afternoon. I'm a day late and a dollar short. What can I say? Uh, but, okay, so that was great talking to uh, David and Kelly. And notice, Kelly, I was always going to, you know, when uh, David came back on, I was going to say, oh, you didn't leave. There. Yeah, I know. You know? I was going to ask him she, that, they too. Were great. She's a great talker, man. I was, Both I of mean, them are actually oh, yeah, very eloquent. You know, I was listening to Jason's show when he came in, and he had aver- uh, advertised, interviewed somebody. He said it was almost like listening to crickets, you know, that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't good. He said, like, watching a, a scissors or a pair of scissors, something like that. And that you never know, because some yeah. people can talk and some people can't. Exactly. And so they. They were very good, and then their cause, athletes for yeah. uh, animals, is awesome. So, well, it uh, sounds like a really fun event yeah, that they're going to host. Yes, so. and, and what you got? If you want to uh, hear more, if you missed it, uh, just go to mytalk1071.com and catch the pod, catch it on podcast, and catch it on my my show on demand. Okay, and then you can find out more and where to get the tickets. And that's um, August twenty. What was it? I forgot. Wrote it down. August twenty. 20- Third, yeah, August twenty third from six yeah. to eight. August twenty third from six to eight. Yeah. Okay? So yeah. So so do that. All right. Okay. Let's uh, head to the phone lines. Okay. Sounds good. We have Megan on the line, and Megan has a question about nail trimming for her dog. All right. Hi, Megan. How you doing? I'm great, Katie. Thank you. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. No problem. What kind of pupper do you got? He is about a nine and a half year old pug. Okay. Um, with an attitude problem when it comes to getting his nails trimmed. Okay. Um, and he is not current on his rabies vaccine, unfortunately. So to take him somewhere, they're not uh, too happy about it. Oh uh, no, there's so, a there's a lot of like, okay, what is it? For pet's sake, in Blaine, I think they have pet- a, a for pet's sake in Blaine. Okay. I believe they okay. have a nail trimming like once a month. And okay. some Chuck and Dons have nail trimmings too, so okay. I, you know, so okay. and they, they they don't ask for that, okay? okay? But the main thing about trimming a nail, first of all, you want to tip the nail. You just want to take the hook off. Yeah. You don't want to cut into it, okay? No. Another thing is, is what you want to do is uh, start out because if, if the dog has ever had the quick cut, then they become really buttheads about having their nails cut because it hurts when you hit that quick mm-hmm. and they bleed. So anyway, so what you got to do sometimes is tag team them. Get a really good, let's say that, let's say you want to cut a nail tonight, just one nail. You, we're just going to do yeah. one nail at a time, all right? So okay. then don't feed the dog in the morning. So now he's going to be hungry tonight, right? So then okay. what you're going to do is use, uh, take like something of high value to him. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, a Nutrisource great treat, mm-hmm. you know, those uh, drain-free ones. Yeah. But anyway, that stink really bad. You want something that stinks really bad. Now, now somebody's going to take, now let's say the dog is, you're looking straight on at the dog. Okay, well, somebody's going to have to take the treat and then, uh, let's see, the the best thing to do is have the dog look away from you, okay? So then somebody's going to, like, let's say you're going to cut on the right foot, then somebody's Mm going to be on the left side and have it hold a treat so the dog looks to the left and then you're going to pick up the foot on the right and quick mm-hmm. and quick nip it and then just go mm-hmm. into clapping and go, yay, good job. Mm-hmm. You know, give him the treat, mm-hmm. belly rubs, belly rubs, and we're done. All right? And so okay. and, and uh, what you can start out with is take the clippers, do that where you're not going to cut a nail. All you're going to do is just put the clippers over the nail. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And take it off. But you're not going to do any clipping. You know, just do okay. that where you tag team them. Somebody's got a treat. Somebody's got the clippers. All right. And, oh, okay. good job. Good job. And then the more he gets used to that, pretty soon, you know, you can maybe get two nails at one time. You know, so okay. don't, everybody wants to do it all at one time. And you know mm-hmm. what? In a perfect world, that'd be great. And eventually that can happen. Uh, my, uh, my dog Zelda, she's the Great Dane do- um, uh, boxer mix. You know, she's yeah. 90 pounds. It, I've had her 11 years. I've only been able to cut all her nails at one time for the last three years. Okay. okay. But, you know, so it took that long. We're doing one nail like every other day. I, for a while, I was doing one nail a week. <laughs> so by okay. the time I got through them, I was back to starting over again. But the big thing is, is to do it quick. Just tip it. Just take, look at the side of the nail and, and just look at, at for the hook. Take the hook. Okay. That's all you're taking. All right. And okay. I like using, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a, a cross scissors is what it is. It, it comes across. It's a cross one. It's, it looks round, you know, and then, but then it's a cross thing that comes across. There's a guillotine cutters. I'm, okay. I'm not that, the depth on that. Sometimes I think people cut wrong on that. So you want to find one that is easy for you to see where you're going to cut and okay. then always make sure that they're sharp. And that's why these guillot- or the, uh, the cross ones, you can sharpen with, a, they usually have um, uh, orange, mine is so old, orange handles on it. But you can okay. sharpen them with a chainsaw sharpener, you know, the, the, oh. the file is what it is. Because okay. the, the sharper they are, then the quicker it cuts it, and it makes a nice clean cut, okay? okay. And even if they're long, don't worry about it. You know, eventually, because you're going to work the quick back by tipping them, then, yeah. then, but you can tip more and then a little bit more, and so it, it'll, get, it'll get done. But the whole thing is, is just be fast. Fast, okay, and then be mm-hmm. talky talky, whereas the dog's not mm-hmm. sure what's going on. Oh, look at what we're gonna do! Look at the treat! Oh, look at this treat! Look at this! You know what I mean? Really like, and then like I say, you, you both will get good at what your part is, and so mm-hmm. pretty soon Mel, you'll be singing right along, and everything will be just great. Okay. And then also put him on, uh, like a put him up. Don't do it on the floor. Okay. And this was yeah. even if you have a great dane, get him off the ground because that humbles him more. So put him on a washer or a dryer with a non-skid okay. rug. And so there okay. again. So now now he's looking at you or put him to the side. You know, figure out how you can where you need to position him to make sure that everybody has easy access. He has you know where he's not looking at you when he's doing the treat. You know what I mean? And you've okay. got an easy act access for his nail. All right. Okay. And then as soon as you right. cut it, then you're just going to love them up. Yay, you, yay, you. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Yay, you. Oh, happy, happy. Want another treat? Want another treat? You want him to just quick, quickly move on to the next second millisecond of time and not okay. really even realize what just happened. All right. Okay. And like I say, if you can do one nail a week, yay, yes. Okay. okay so just, but just don't push it and just, and don't, and don't, if you're sitting there like, oh God, I'm not sure. The more you fuss around, then the dog starts to get antsy because you got his, his paw in your hand. So that's why mm-hmm. practice without, you know, don't hold, hold just one handle of it, you know, so mm-hmm. that you don't all of a sudden quick snap it. <laughs> just yeah. put it over the nail and take it off. Over the nail, take it off. Yeah, you, yeah, you. T- tummy rub, tummy rub, treat, treat, you know what I mean? And so okay. just make it so that it becomes kind of a trick and everybody's happy about it okay okay all right okay you ready roll up your sleeves you can do it okay <laughs> okay yeah all right well we'll see what we can do okay well, keep, keep me posted have a good one okay bye-bye Thanks, you bet bye.
Yeah, nail trimming is really tough. And like I said, if your dog really has a major aversion, just bring him to a groomer. But then, like I said, there's there's a lot of nail trimming clinics around. So, you know, bring him to one of them. Then you don't have to worry about the shots being up to date or whatever. But it is really easy if you just take, you know, <clears throat> just just get it in your head. I'm doing a nail a week or a nail every three days and, and just make it a game. And it's a fun and happy. And, you know, I mean, you'll, you'll get it done. And then the lo- the more you do it, then the easier it gets. And before you know it, it'll all work out. All right. Who's up? Okay, we can start with Annika. And right. she has a question about her dogs that are fighting. Oh, no. A little attitude. Hi, Annika. How you doing? Hi. I'm good. How are y'all? Good, good. So what What are the puppers? What kids are having problems? All right. So I had two dogs previous, or two dogs before I adopted another one. And um, I adopted the other one about a month and a half ago. He's um, a puppy. He's like one, but he acts like he's way just he's a puppy um and then my other two dogs are four and five okay um he gets along with um he gets along with dogs and he's a really great dog he listens everything's really great but um about a week ago so i've had him for a month and a half and about a week ago um he got into a fight with one of my dogs that i've had that i had before and um it was pretty bad and it's happened two more times since then and i mean there's blood and everything like it's not just like a little tiff and you know they're working it out like i don't really know okay so first of all okay the one-year-old uh what kind of dog male or female um he's male and they're all neutered they're all male okay and then what kind of dogs are we talking um, one's a black lab and the one that I adopted is a, I don't know what he is. He's a mix of maybe, um, a boxer, a pit bull okay. and okay. maybe, um, St. Bernard. Oh, wow. How many pounds is he? Um, he's like seven, 65. Oh, okay. 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 Do you know what the fight, was it over food, attention, a toy? It's not over anything. Like they just all of a sudden they'll look at each other. It's not over. It's not been over anything, anytime. Okay. That's why I just don't really, I mean, if it were over toys, then I would obviously take the right. toys away. Right. If it were over, right. you know. Because usually what, 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 where the dogs cross the line, where they've been getting along okay, and all of a sudden they cross the line, it has to do with stress in the house, either between okay. humans or to you know, human to human or human to dog. Uh, and that's usually, then the dogs pick up on that, okay? And so then before okay. you know it, then they're, they're, they're stressed out. And then all of a sudden, if a dog looks wrong, it's like, hey, you looking at me? You looking at me? You know, so let's talk, hold on to the line. We got we to run here. And then when we come back, okay. we'll discuss this more, all right? All okay. right. Okay, so hold on. Okay. You ready for the, uh, what was, oh, where was that? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I lost it. I forgot. All right. We'll, we'll be back. You bet. Thank you for hanging out. I greatly appreciate it. All right. We're talking to, uh, is it Annika? Okay, Annika. Uh, and her dogs started fighting. So why are they fighting? Okay, are you there? I am. Okay. So now, um, now how long have you had the new dog? About a month and a half. A month and a half. And the fight started, what, a week ago, two weeks ago? Yep, about a week ago. Okay, where was the fight? Like, one was right at the entryway. One was outside in the backyard. And another one was just in the living room. Oh, wow. And so, the, uh, now the entry, you know, dogs coming and going you know, in and out of the uh, in and out of the doorway, that can cause, because number one dog always goes first, two, second, three, third. 
And so right. if, if he's trying to like take over the leadership, that could be. Now, looking at all three dogs, who do you think is number one dog? Um, the Black Lab, the one that has been my resident dog. And then, okay. um, yeah. Okay. And then uh, because the leader, the lead dog, the number one dog it, it eats first, pets first. I mean, everything happens mm-hmm. to that. And everybody else has to wait their turn. Okay. Right. And, so, and then if that's not happening, then what can happen is that then, you know, fights will, you know, like now was it, who initiated it? Was the older dog or the younger dog initiated the it's, fight? It's the younger one. It was the new one. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, there's a book called uh, Canine Body Language, Canine Body Language. All right, okay. by Aloff, A-L-O-F-F. And that will okay. help you understand to learn to read you know, what they're saying to each other, how they hold their head, their tail, their ears, the whole kit and caboodle. Right now, now, okay. are, you, are you separating them? What are you doing now? Um, yeah, when we leave, they're separated. Um, you know, I don't, it's, it's happened so, it happened so recently. Fast. We haven't yeah. really. Right. Okay, I mean, And then the first time it happened, we were like, okay, well, what the heck, you know, this might just be like a one-time thing. They're just figuring things out. And then the second time it happened was yesterday, and then it happened again today. Oh, it's for, for, yeah, they, something's happened where they're, they've deemed they do not like each other at all. For some reason, a light is switched here. So it's really important that you keep them separate, because the, the yeah. closer, it, the more time goes by without an incident, then it becomes kind of buried and because it, it's just like let's say you got in a fight you know yesterday m- morning okay you did um, yeah. okay and then yeah. uh you know yourself okay and that's very yeah. fresh and you know the, the like i said the mental wounds and everything else is like right there and you're more on edge you're more uneasy right and then all of yeah. a sudden you now today a certain thing you know uh, perks up and now just because you're so on edge and what happened yesterday you're even more edgy today so then it just takes a slight thing to set it off again and that's exactly okay. what's happening with the dogs they cannot be together at all you got to figure out separating them i mean total okay. separation all right okay. and then um uh and like i said the the more that time can go by and what i would start doing is maybe um having if possible have somebody take one dog and you take another dog and you go for a walk so they're walking by each other okay so mm-hmm. they you know what i mean but they can't get to each other okay don't do the mistake yeah. of letting them sniff each other that no just let them ignore each other and just go for walks and such like that but right now you're yeah. the main thing is is to keep them totally totally separate so that okay. you have total you know the, if worse comes to worse what you can do is you can muzzle them all you can't just put yeah. a muzzle on one you got to put them on, on all all right because even okay. that third dog that didn't do anything might decide to raise up because one dog is a dog, three dogs is a pack. And okay, the yeah. two, the four and the five-year-old are used to joining in. And so now if you just muzzle the one that did the fighting with the one-year-old, you just muzzle the old two, and all of a sudden they get into it, even though they can't hurt each other, the one that's not muzzle might come to the rescue of, you know, his his brother, okay? And yeah. so now you have two muzzle dog and one not, and that's not a good mix either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so okay. what you got to do is you got to use muzzles like either the rubber ones mm-hmm. or the cage ones. And what you do is you sit down and it's like a trick. You, you just make it muzzle. Let's do it. You know, give them a treat. Put the muzzle on. Pet, pet, pet. Take it off. Muzzle. Pet, pet, pet. Give them a treat. Okay. So you, what you want okay. is that they're, they're more than happy to put their head in the muzzle because right. they get treats and it's a fun game. All right. Mm-hmm. And so then they, you let them wear it for a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And then pretty soon they, they just they can walk around the house and they're not trying to scrape it off and stuff like that. And so okay. that so then that. How, go ahead. 
how long do you think I should have them separated? For? Well, see, that's the thing is that's a million dollar question right there. We don't okay. know because you okay. know every personality is different. But all I know yeah. is that like okay, because they had that scrap yesterday. That the minute mm-hmm. they have a scrap, they've got to be separated for at least a couple of weeks, if not longer, to let okay. the tension you know subside some. All right. Okay. And so, uh, but so yeah, it's it, it's there's a lot of tension. Tension with you. Tension with the dogs. And tension and stress is what causes dogs to go over the line and start uh, uh, fighting each other. So, okay. But so you think the young one initiated all times? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. My other one. My other one. The only reason he would ever do anything is if he got attacked. And like he's just. Okay. I know that for a fact. Like we go to the dog park. I mean, he's great. Uh-huh. I just. No, I would stay um, out of the dog park for quite a while because being that yours yeah. has gotten into a fight now, the oh, nice yeah. one, We're yeah, he's going to be very reactive. You know, it's going to be yeah. uh, that's going to be too much, and then have, there'll be a fight at the dog park. Okay, so stay out yeah. of there. Just go for okay. walks, separate play day. You know, if you have a fenced in yard or whatever, you know, yeah. I mean, just yeah, just uh, just uh, you're just going to have to play rotation here, and then they, they may you might be able to put it patch it up. But then on the other hand, you might not, you know, so that, okay. like I say, so you've you got to be realistic and just watch the dynamics. Get that book, Canine Body Language. There's another okay. one called Calming Signals by okay. Rugas, R-U-G-U-R-U-G-U-S, Rugas. And that's okay. that's called calming signals, okay? And those, because what you got to do is you got to understand mentally, you know, what they're sending messages to each other, and then just kind of pay attention and be the interception. You know, like if you can see him, one kind of shooting them the stink eye. Hey, 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 be nice now. You be nice. Come here. What's your wizard ball? Redirect the dog. All right, get him right. out of there. That's the main okay. thing. Don't because too many people when a dog fights, bad dog, shame on you. Well, of course you're scared out of your wits, you know. Right. But then, then what you got to do is then you got to flip the switch. Hey, now everybody, settle down, settle down, be nice. Hey, 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 be nice. Mm-hmm. And then kennels or whatever type thing. Okay, so that's yep. like I said. So you just got to kind of assess. There is no timeline on this. Everybody's emotions okay. uh, are, are, are you know you can't put uh, timeline on emotions. Okay. So you just okay. got to kind of figure okay. out, see if it's going to work, and, and go from there. All right? All right. Okay. We'll give it a shot. You bet. <laughs> oh, so, and you can try um, uh, hemp oil and CD, uh, CBC. I can never remember CBD. the correct. Yeah, uh, oil. Those have been noted to kind of help with, you know, tensions and such like that. So you might want to try that, okay? Okay. To try all to, right. you know, get the anxiety okay. levels brought down and, and kind of work on it. All right? Okay. All uh, right. Thank you so much. Okay. Good luck. Keep me posted. Bye bye. Yeah. No, that's tough when they, you know, you got uh, fighting amongst the ranks, and uh, you know, they're and it's so tough. It's just like you know, two legged kids. You know, they grow up together. You know, now all of a sudden they're eight, nine years old, and all of a sudden they, you know, all heck is breaking loose. They're taking each other out. It's like you got along for eight, nine years. What's the problem here? You know? It reminds me of me and my sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We were so nice, my older sister and I, until that little one came along, and then it was just, ah! Uh, Yeah. Everyone fend for themselves. Yeah, yeah. turmoil, turmoil. I want to quick uh, mention, we went to, I went to Rocky Mountain Candy Store in Duluth, and I brought uh, some fudge, and so I brought some in for Marley to try, because I don't want to eat. I'm Carly, not Marley. Marley. (laughs) Dang it, I don't know where they hit. And Carly to uh, to try, and so what's your thoughts on the fudge from Rocky Mountain Candy Store in Duluth? It was so good, you guys. It was just, it was, yeah, well, it was already, like, kind of melted, and so it was all, like, gooey and, like, 
you know, it's stuff that if you didn't have teeth, yeah. you could still eat. Yeah, like, they, it was just that the good. Taste so, yeah. so, and it was so rich, and yeah. it just, mm. oh, it was very good. That I could probably eat amazing. a pound of it and still want more. was amazing. So, anyway, so we're going to come back, uh, and uh, make sure you call in your questions, 651-641-1071. We'll be back.